Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. My name is Heidi St. John. You can find me at thebusymom.com. And I am here today with Dorinda Wilson. She is a mother of eight. They range in age from... 10 to 24. 10 to 24. And Mm -hmm. mine range in age from four and a half to almost 24. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got kind of a similar thing going on uh, with our families. And we've been talking a lot lately about... Uh, how we kind of do life as a family. And one of the interesting topics that came up was this topic of sleepovers. And, you know, I don't know how you were, Dorinda, but when I grew up, you know, everybody was doing sleepovers. Right, right. Yeah. So I think, you know, the thing about sleepovers is it's morphed. Mm -hmm. You know, our our Mm -hmm. opinions, at least mine, uh, and I'm and I'm sure we're going to hear your opinion here in just right. a second. But my opinion of of a sleepover has really changed yeah. from when I was a child, mm-hmm. and we did them routinely to right. being a mother mm-hmm. of you know several children and having to decide what's best for my kids. So before we jump into this uh, any further, we want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored. And this time we are being sponsored by Firmly Planted Family. Firmly Planted Family has written a series of four volumes of Bible studies for your entire family. Uh, The first set covers the first five books of the Bible, and the second set covers the Gospels. Firmly Planted Family is committed to helping parents get into God's Word with their kids. And honestly, I can't think of anything that's more important. People ask me all the time, you know, why I'm so passionate about education. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'll tell you, it's, I want to teach my children to read mm-hmm. so they know how to re- read God's word. Mm-hmm. I want them in the Bible. And right. Firmly Planted was designed with your entire family in mind so that your whole family could sit down and mm-hmm. study the Bible together from toddlers right. all the way up through high school. So check them out at firmlyplantedfamily.org. All right. So this topic of sleepovers, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to just say right up front, we're not trying to like, Ignite the mommy wars. No, right? That's the last thing we want to right? do. Right, because there's a lot of that going yeah. on. A lot of mommy bashing. Mm-hmm. A lot of like mother love not happening. <laughs> and I think moms have enough stress they do. and condemnation on yeah. them already in the culture. We mm-hmm. can't really, it seems like there's a lot of things that we don't get to talk about anymore right, because right. we're tiptoeing right. around each other. So uh, we're going to talk about our own personal conviction about right. sleepovers, but mm-hmm. I just want to say right up front, this is not a biblical issue. No, We're not going to st- sit here and say, thus saith the Lord. And we read in Hezekiah 3 verse 11 that thou shalt not have a sleepover. <laughs> That's not what this is about. So um I hope that with that in mind, you can listen if maybe you had a different idea than than I did or than Dorinda did about sleepovers, that you can kind of listen to sort mm-hmm. of where we've come to on this issue right. and why. And I'll just start by saying, when I was a kid, uh, we did sleepovers routinely. Right. And a lot of things that I regret mm. happened at 
those sleepovers mm-hmm. because children who are left, you know, away from their parents and unattended mm-hmm. are more likely to do stupid things. Right. And so when Jay and I had had uh, kids, we had this discussion in our home many years ago, you know, are we going to do this? And we have done it occasionally. I'm not going to say that we've never allowed it, but I think right. just as a general rule, we don't do it because mm-hmm. we know that kids are kids. Right. And they act foolishly and they engage in all kinds of, you know, things that they wouldn't engage in. Right. Had they not been left alone, unattended, right. unsupervised right. from 10 o'clock at night to whenever time in the morning the parents, you know, decide to get up. Right. So what's your what's your experience been? Well, grow, growing up, I had good experiences with sleepovers. You got me thinking because I actually had all my experiences were good with good. sleepovers. Yeah. Um, but when it came to my own children, I had something inside of me. I guess you could call it mommy instinct that mm-hmm. said, we're, we're just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I felt strongly about it, but I talked to my husband first, which I would encourage you to do. Yes. Be on the same page with your husband about it and discuss the, the pluses and minuses and decide for yourself if it's, you know, worth worth the risk to you, if the, mm-hmm. risks, if the benefits outweigh the risks. Mm-hmm. But, and sometimes just a little bit of sanity. Right. Outweighs the risk. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my husband agreed with me. Um, I think what I saw was um, the world is changing quickly and Mm. there are a lot of things to be concerned about out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't, it it, it isn't always the family they're staying with. It can be a friend that stops by. Mm -hmm. It can be a neighbor that comes over. Mm -hmm. You just don't know what's going to happen while you're not there. It can just be foolishness that's bound up in the heart of your own child. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided we would not do sleepovers and we Mm -hmm. stuck with that for many, many years. And then, of course, as the kids got a little bit older, you know, 13, 14, 15, they really, you know, they had some very good friends that came from the families we really trusted. And um, we did start allowing some sleepovers here Mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. We were very prayerful about it, Mm -hmm. but um, we did do that Mm -hmm. on special occasions only, like birthdays, that kind of thing. And we had, um, you know, clearly actually communicated with the other parents that we don't usually do sleepovers, and mm-hmm. here's why. Mm-hmm. And um, for the most part, the families we've um, done this with have had the same rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were on the same page, and it, um, I just felt like it was safe. So it was, it was a kind of a combination of, you know, being careful but also being prayerful, mm-hmm. and because um, I wanted my kids to uh, not feel like they didn't get to experience some of those things. Mm -hmm. And so I was, uh, so that's worked really well for Mm -hmm. us. You know, we've kept it very limited, but they've they've had the experiences and the experiences they've had have been a blast. Mm -hmm. They have had so much fun. So, you know, I just, um, I think there's no hard, fast rule for it, but I felt like as little ones, I Mm -hmm. really, really Mm -hmm. felt like I needed to protect them. Mm -hmm. And our kids know, you know, they know when a situation is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they are, they've been encouraged to tell somebody to say something. I did have that talk with them mm-hmm. just in case on the off chance that something happened. And so I think that's another thing we need to be able to mm-hmm. be, uh, be doing with our kids. We need to equip them for those situations. Yeah, absolutely. And when we're equipping them, we're listening to kind of the tone of their heart. Right. Where are they at? You know, not every child is the same, which is we right. were just talking about Common Core. One of our big beef with Common Core yeah. is that there is no cookie cutter approach right. to parenting children. Absolutely. And as Christians, we really believe that um, wisdom comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks a lot about mm-hmm. wisdom. It says, cry out for mm-hmm. wisdom and parents need wisdom. Right. And I think that's kind of uh, the bottom line when it comes to sleepovers, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. is that 
uh, I think sometimes we just assume everything is going to be okay, right? And we don't, you know, if our um, if our instincts, you know, go up, if we right. if kind of the hair on our neck raises or whatever, we just go, well, that's that's not right. not a big deal. Right. Boy, moms, uh, you've got that instinct for a reason. You do, and let me also say that I I'm pretty sure that I have offended some people along mm-hmm. the way by saying no. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that. Yeah. Um, don't. Like Heidi was just saying, don't not listen to those red flags because mm-hmm. ultimately we are the ones who are responsible to protect our kids. Mm-hmm. And um, if that makes someone else mad, oh well. I mean, I'm sorry, but this well, is all my you got to do is open a newspaper or mm-hmm. get on the internet to exactly. read stories of sleepovers exactly. gone wrong. And in this day and age, and I and I'll say this, uh, we have had um, some issues with a couple of our kids mm-hmm. with sleepovers, and they have always revolved around unbridled access to the internet. Mm. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, the the reality is that you don't know. Right. And I, I mean, one of the things that happened with a sleepover was with a dear friend of our family, you know, and it just, the kids got on the internet at right. night and we made the mistake, my husband and I, of uh, not just turning off, we right. should have just turned off the Wi-Fi. Right. But right. we, you know, what we watched a movie that night, right. everybody went to bed and we weren't thinking about it. Well, three or four weeks later, I've got this very upset child mm. in my living room and she's talking to me about something that she did that was wrong. Mm. And I had to, I had the unpleasant then task of calling my friend and saying, hey, <laughs> guess what happened at our house? <laughs> right? Aren't you so glad that your daughter came to my house? You know, um, and, and oh, it was a, a real learning mm-hmm. lesson. My friend is so gracious mm. and she, you know, she's been a mother like I have for right, many years right. now. And I think you learn kids do stupid do. things. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, Pornography on the internet, all this stuff, it, our kids have in many, many ways um, unbridled access to right. it now. To and so when kids are left unattended, the reality is things can get quickly carried away. And so I think as parents, we have an obligation uh, to our kids to say, hey, um, we, the reason that we don't do this is because we love you because mm-hmm. we're trying to use wisdom. And I mm-hmm. loved what you said about you know, there is no hard and fast rule. Mm-hmm. Uh there is there there only can be in that place of that is just wisdom right but for us we've sort of said this is the rule now there are exceptions to the rule right and we've been telling our friends that and it's sort of i think jay and i i think have um probably feel more strongly about it now right than we did when our 24 year old was little right you know 24 years ago we weren't dealing with the kind of stuff right. we're dealing with now. That's right. And you know, people say, you know, I can't believe you're sheltering your kids like that. Well, you know what? Uh, we care more about sheltering tomato plants in this country <laughs> than we do about sheltering children. So true. Uh, when was it wrong to shelter your children? Mm-hmm. I thought that that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Like as parents, we kind of are a shelter for them. That's right. You know, we you don't send your child out into the front lines of a no. of a war. No. That's exactly right. And I think about that um, in terms of we would never send a small child out in front of a, an army tank. Mm. You know, we, they would go through training. They would learn. They, they would be equipped and they would grow up and, and then they would be ready to face the battle. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Yeah, absolutely. And if we don't protect them, who's going to? Yeah. And, and I think, too, you know, we don't know. It's, I mean— I think if you know a family very well, then obviously you've right. got more of a more right. of a you know a foundation to say, yeah, this mm-hmm. is okay. We mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. these we know these kids, well, especially their parents. Boy, right. you want to know their parents. Right. I was looking at a website called How Does She, and I'll I'll link back to this at today's podcast. But this is kind of a cautionary tale, and I want you to uh, pay close attention uh, because. It, this is this is real life. It says you only have to open a newspaper to read the horrible things that can happen at sleepovers. Last year, 
uh, a Nephi, Utah teacher was charged but found innocent of molesting an 11-year-old former student who was sleeping over at his house as his daughter's friend. The girl claimed he gave her a strange pill for a headache, and she woke up in the night to find him touching her inappropriately. Mm. In one instance, a Sacramento husband, father, and elementary school teacher was found guilty of committing lewd acts against children while photographing his crimes. The victims were friends of his daughter mm. who were sleeping over at his house. He slipped drugs into their drinks and took advantage of them without their knowing. Mm. The community was shocked, coming from someone they trusted right. and admired. Right. Here's the thing. Child pornography is very real. It's out there. And with so many media avenues to exploit them, children are more vulnerable mm -hmm. than ever. They are. And, you know, we hate to say that. And you don't want to sound right. alarmist. But you know what? This is the world we live in. That's right. And I don't think that parents, I think there's a difference between protecting your children and helicopter parenting right. them. Right. You know, and we can certainly talk about that. Right. Um, you know, in another in another podcast, but boy, just tell parents it's your job mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to protect your kids. Absolutely. And if you don't know, and so often we don't know, mm -hmm. really, uh, the the parents of our friends, right? You know, of our children's friends. Right. We may know the child pretty right. well, but we we may not know the parents, right? And that whole thing of being better to be safe than sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want my kids burdened mm -hmm. with those kinds of experiences, yes. you know, and it's our job as parents to protect them and keep them from hopefully having to carry any of those kinds of mm -hmm. burdens into adulthood. And mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what it came down to for us is that as a general rule, uh, the, the risk of the sleepover just wasn't worth it. Right. And that's kind of where uh, we have landed. My husband and I just feeling like, you know, um, we're going to try to give our kids as many alternatives right. uh, to sleepovers as we possibly right. can, particularly right. when we're talking about birthday parties right. and that kind of right. thing. And I think that tomorrow uh, what we'll do is we will pick this discussion up again and talk about some alternatives. Um, what are some idea. things that you can do in place Instead. of mm -hmm. uh, of a sleepover? And I want to say really quickly before this, I want to ask you this question because it just is interesting to me. Uh, when your kids ask you, can so-and-so spend the night? Um, would you guys have a rule on how they ask you those questions and the, the, the where of that? By that, I mean, like our kids are not allowed to, not that they don't do this, but they're really not allowed to in front of their friends That's say, That's exactly what I was going to say. Can so-and-so come over and spend the night? Because A, it puts me on the spot. I just feel like a heel yeah, when right. I have to say no. Yeah, right. right. So we've told our kids, if you want to ask us if you can have a friend over, mm -hmm. um, you need to do it when in your friend's private. not standing there. Absolutely. You need to do it in private. And that's a really good thing to teach your kids mm -hmm. to do. It'll mm -hmm. save you not all angst, because as we know, <laughs> parenting is 99% angst that you can't save yourself from. It might slightly reduce it. <laughs> it might slightly, slightly reduce the parental angst, particularly when, uh, it, when friends are concerned. And I also want to just give moms permission out there to be the mom. Absolutely. You know, if if your kids are hanging out with uh, friends that you're just like, you know that these kids are bad for them. Mm -hmm. The Bible says a companion of fools suffers harm. Or That's the right. the the um the translation that you gave is a companion of fools comes to ruin. Comes to ruin. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's wisdom from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, we need to be taking uh, our our making our decisions and filtering them through the grid of God's right. word. And so, if that's you see right. your child hanging out with a fool. Don't do a sleepover with that child. <laughs> exactly. That would be like, you know, right at the top of my list of suggestions. And also ask the Lord to give you special insight into your own child. Mm -hmm. Lord, give me insight. Is my child ready for this? Show me things in my child. Because like I said, when we had a sleepover problem, it wasn't my friend's child. Right. It was my child mm -hmm. who was being foolish mm -hmm. and had gotten access to the internet. Right. And so uh, it doesn't, 
you know, it doesn't mean you have a bad child. Right. It means that you have a child. A child, exactly. <laughs> you have a child. Exactly. And the Bible says that, you know, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. It and is. And it's our job to train up our kids and protect them for as long as we can. That's right. So we're going to pick this up again uh, next time and talk about some fun alternatives to sleepovers. And in the meantime, busy moms, you can do this thing that God's called you to do. Be the mom, make the decisions that are in the best interest of your child, and then sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> For more encouragement, visit me online at The Busy Mom.